This is Happy Hour with M and Jazz. Today is yet another special episode. Our producer Charlotte is with us today to talk about something that is really important to us and our own university life. Today we are going to talk about roommates, the people you not only live with, but laugh with, cry with, and in some cases, fight with. All three of us have experienced different living situations throughout our three years of university so far. We want to share some of our best and worst stories with you. So grab a drink because we'll be here for a while. I want to all talk about our current living situations. Okay, yeah. Jasmine? Okay, so I am third year, right? And I'm living on residence at school at MRU with literally the three best people that I could ever find within this process. So I got pretty lucky. And how long have you like lived with them? I met them and got paired with them in first year. And only one girl has changed. We have like a new first year with us but we know her so that's nice and second year I lived at home with my parents so anything will beat that completely valid (laughs) yep I totally get that so uh Emma and I actually literally just moved in together six days ago it has not even been a full week um we live off res in an apartment and Yeah, that's our current living situation. Yes, and I was living at home up until, like, yeah, like she said, six days ago. Still haven't put the bed together. Still sleeping on a mattress on the floor. It's very... (laughs) We actually broke the bed frame, just to clarify that. We haven't built it. My friend broke the bed frame. I will stay on this because I told him not to yank any... Anyways, not important, but IKEA bed frames. Jazz, I guess, like, starting with you, what has kind of your experience been like... I get like, yes, once one year, sorry, was online, but living with your roommates and everything up until now, like, just tell us a little bit about it. I guess said the three best people you could ever have in this process. Yeah. So at MRU, which I think a lot of schools do it this way, um, you pretty much go on this like online dating website, but it's through your school and it's for finding roommates. And it pairs you based on like this chart I guess you fill out like am I clean am I this am I that and when you go to bed and all this stuff and then it pairs you like 98% all the way to like 40% it pairs you with people so first year before moving here from Edmonton I got reached out to by a couple girls and um that's Hannah and Maddie I've been with them ever since so first year we lived with a girl we won't name her but She was a great girl. She was just very, like, unsanitary, like, did not shower, did not... It was, like, your apartment, I come over sometimes, your apartment would stink. Yeah, so when she would, like, come home, we would have to, like, light a candle and all evacuate the living room. (laughs) Like, it was, it was really bad. You know, she worked at a dog kennel, so 
showering just wasn't a thing that she took advantage of, I guess. <laughs> um, so that was my first year and obviously like got cut off pretty much like three quarters of the way through, moved home. That was that, moved back to Edmonton. It was great, like built a very different relationship with my parents than I had previously and I appreciate the time I got to spend with them, but it was also like hell trying to like do school and like have my own space. So third year coming into third year, the goal was kind of to find a new house, apartment kind of thing to live in with Hannah and Maddie. But we decided, you know what, like there's so many things that people you don't realize, like someone needs to be close to school because they don't have a car or someone needs uh, an eight month lease rather than a year because they don't live here in the summer. Like there's all these things that you don't realize until you're in the midst of the process. And it's like, maybe the best option is just to live on residence. And I'm not mad about it. Like I know next year, my goal is to live like by myself downtown or like something like that. But yeah, now I'm living with Hannah and Maddie plus our friend Callie, who's Maddie's like childhood roommate. It's great. I think everyone like finds their differences, but I think this group is like really good at like reminding each other to do chores and being on top of each other in that regard. That's so important, especially when you're all in school, just because like those things can get really lost. And like if one person is very my roommate before Emma, um, like she just did not honestly have her shit together in life, which is like totally fine. But like as somebody who's a little bit more type A, but also just actually like needs to be on top of my own things, being in the environment around somebody who wasn't was really frustrating. And it definitely would like take its toll on us living together, but also my personal mental health, which like isn't fair to either of us, honestly. Like she needed a situation where she could like not have to clean anything and she needed a situation where she could like not feel pressured to study or like I don't know what it was but she just needed a situation that was like free of a plan type a person and I needed a situation that was free of her I think like just to note I think like my my best example is like usually we'll try to do our dishes like you'll make dinner make your meal, eat it, and then do your dishes kind of thing, yeah. right? Yeah. But then if there's, like, a morning where, like, all of us have class, like, this morning we all had to leave at 10, it's fine to leave our well, breakfast dishes. It just happens. And yes. then we'll do them later. Yeah. But it's, like, when it becomes, like, a habit to not do them, then it gets, like, it comes to a problem. Well, and, like, taking out the trash, like, little things, it's, right? It's give and take, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, if one day Charlotte makes dinner or whatever, like, I will clean up the dishes after her because she's made dinner. Or yeah. I think it's one of those things that you have to kind of come to an agreement on where it's, like, it's our shared living space. Like, I am a type B person. But if it's our shared living space, I'm going to try and keep that as clean as possible and respect that Charlotte likes that and I also prefer to have a clean living space but my room can be as messy as I want it to be because that's my living space and I'm allowed to like keep it how I want because it's like she's not going in there all the time she's mostly her and I spend most of our time like in the living room so we want to keep that clean for when people come over or for when her and I are like oh if I'm busy in the morning maybe she can take care of something or I can take care of something and like you said Jasmine like we'll have like a night like last night where like We, like, kind of, like, left all of our stuff out. And then I woke up early this morning because I was up early. I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, clean our stuff up because then it just makes, like, our whole morning morning process easier. (laughs) Your moaning process. Moaning process. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a lovely, what a lovely thought. Um, No. And so, Jazz, you live on campus, but you said that, like, originally you guys wanted to live off campus this year. And I personally have never been a person who – 
regardless of what school I went was going to end up going to like wanted to live on campus I don't know is that weird I feel like everybody wants to live on campus at some point during university you even did Emma. I well I wanted to I was gonna go away for university so I wanted to live away from my parents um but then first year they were like if you're living on res like you're not gonna have your car um and you're it's there's no point in paying because you literally live in the city um but for me it was like I wanted to go away there wasn't anything specific on whether I wanted to live on campus or not it was more like I just wanted to leave and be able to have my own space and stuff but I'm glad I waited and stuff I think it was the right time for me to wait for a roommate to fall into my lap in a way because this opportunity just kind of like fell into my lap and it was good for me because I was like I want to move out before first fourth year but you kind of have to like you just got to take a look at every situation and just act on it differently because some people work out and some people just honestly don't you know what I mean I very much know what you mean. My my previous living situation really didn't work out. So I definitely, like, she didn't even say bye to me the day she moved out. She just left her keys on the coffee table and walked out. And I was like, okay, that's that. I think that over anything, I think this, like, goes for anything in life. Like, whether it's... Your parents piss you off, but they're still your parents. Your classmates are annoying, but they're still your classmates. Like, I think with my roommates, like, I've never had a situation with any of these three girls, thank God, like, knock on wood, that I've been like, holy crap, like, I want to kill you right now. Like, I don't think there's ever been a moment like that. But I think you have to, like, notice, like, we all come from different places, families, cultures, everything. You come from different places and you all have different ways of doing things. And I think that that's, like living you have to like going to like move out you have to know okay I'm going to have differences with the people I live with and you just have to know that you're gonna have to work around them just like anything in life so my question is like in those situations how do you guys how would you how have you like approached difficult conversations or confrontations because like you're living with this person like at some point it has to be inevitable no I think in regards to my current roommates, there has not been a problem, knock on wood. But when I look back to first year, um, the stinky roommate, <laughs> honestly, that's what we call her. She, she was not taking the hint. We would all do our dishes. She left hers. She kept her Tupperwares in her backpack. We found like our forks, our Tupperwares. Also, they were our Tupperwares. Like, we, like we, all, we all, yes. Yeah, we all, we all share. School. Like, we all share Tupperwares because um, we all brought except her. So she would, like, use ours and, like, throw them in the recycling or the garbage can instead of washing them. She would throw them in the garbage? Yeah. And she'd be, like, trying to be sneaky about it. But then one time, like, Hannah was, like, breaking a, a box of, like, something. And there was a Tupperware container in it. So it was, like, why are you doing this? And I think that... When it came to the whole, like, you stink, I am the type of person who's straightforward and I will, like, speak my mind if I think it's a problem, right? Like, I can, like, keep things to myself and, like, be mindful, okay, this might hurt someone's feelings if I mention it, but it was to the point where she stank so bad. Like, we would, like, literally leave the living room or, like, try not, and we'd, like, it was really bad, okay? How often did she shower? Just out of curiosity. Maybe, like, two times a week. Okay, yeah, but even when she'd get home from work, she wouldn't. She would get in the shower, but she wouldn't wash her hair. And we all know that, like, when you go to a bonfire, it stays in your hair, right? So <laughs> I just, it was disgusting. So I decided to write her a text, okay? 
I wrote her a very strong-willed text and was like, listen, my girl, you need to like take a shower or something. And it was like very nice of me. And she was like, oh yeah, totally. Like I totally get it. And she did not get it. And it just kept going. And I think that confrontation side just did not go well because I think she was offended or something. See, so that wasn't very successful whatsoever. I'll say to that too, like I think when I first like... I avoided at all costs, like anytime I had to have, had to have a conversation or a confrontation with my like old roommate, I avoided ever doing it over text because like I knew that just wasn't going to help our situation. And we had already established because we had seen how my boyfriend and his past roommates situation ended up. And that was also like really poor. And it was because they lacked communication. And, you know, the guy would text Alex when he had an issue with something. It's like, we live in the same place like come knock on my door and say it to my face and so like we have made a point of like making sure that we didn't do that and then we like I I tried so much not to do that and I'd like sit there and have those difficult conversations and she could not she could not have a conversation in person to save her life like we went through a whole conversation she started with being like do you still want to be roommates basically and I was like yes I want to make this work and then I was like do you still want to be roommates and she was like yeah And then 30 minutes later, by the end of the conversation, we had come to a conclusion how we need to resolve this, like open communication, all this stuff. And she was like, actually, I think it's best for our friendship if we don't live together. I was like, what? And I was like, why do we just have that conversation? Right. And I was like, "Okay, you know what? You take a couple days, you think about it and then you let me know. Then she literally texts me the day that I'm flying out of town to go like visit my parents. She texts me and she's like, hey, so I'm going to move out. And I'm moving out October 1st. And I was like, you couldn't have this conversation with me, A, in person. B, you texted me when you knew I was going to be, like, not on my phone, like, on the plane, basically. Um, like, it, it was just really immature. And it's it's hard. I understand that that can be difficult in person. But you get to the level you need to be an adult, right? Well, just discussing, too, like, inappropriate timing of things. You know there are times where you, like, your <laughs> your roommate will come home and they've just had, like, the shittiest day. And maybe you're like, okay, I'm mad at them for like this, this, and this. But it's like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to do that today because clearly they're having a day and they need to go. But like also over text when you're leaving, unfair, right? It's just like that's so inappropriately timed. That kind of like makes me think of like one of the reasons I know my roommates and I work and we've often had this conversation. I think one thing to be mindful of when picking your roommates or I know it's like different from you guys, but my roommates and I are in four different programs. Yeah. So we have class at different times. We have different homework. Like, we don't have any overlap in regards to school. And I think that's, like, really healthy for us because school is, like, a separate thing that we can talk about and, like, get each I also think it's, like, really beneficial because I can help them with writing and they can help me with math. And, like, it's all this, like, it's a very nice chemistry we have, very nice dynamic. But I think, like, when picking your roommates, you don't want to be exactly the same kind of people. I fully agree. And, like, Emma and I obviously were in the exact same program, so that's just, like, what it is. But, like she said, she's more of, like, a type B person. I'm more of a type A person. And we actually work really com- – like, we com- we're very compatible because we have that communication. I I can't stress how important I feel like that is. I just – I think your relationships personally but also with that other person who's your roommate or other people who are your roommates – just like suffer crumble under the weight of like not having good communication and I can honestly say too just like from personal experience of trying to move out like in past times sometimes moving out 
with someone who's been your best friend for a really long time is not the way to go because it's because you've like known that person for such a long time you know their habits you know they're going to annoy you about certain things and it's like you don't want to take the possibility of going with that at and I mean you can there there are certainly circumstances where it's worked out but like in past I've had that become like a big blow up if there's been another incident and then it just like affects the whole relationship as a whole you know so it's just something you need to keep in mind on whether you're like oh, is this the right person for me? Is this the right fit? Are we going to get into a lot of fights? Like I know we do as friends or are we going to be okay and we can work through things and like just chat instead of, you know. So it's all about just talking to people and kind of, again, communication, biggest thing. I think in regards to that, one big thing is like not to jump to conclusions. So for example, I just this past weekend was like at the bar with my three roommates and me and Hannah were like on our phone just like scrolling through her Snapchat And I see a group chat that's, like, just her, Callie, and Maddie. And my first thought was, what the fuck? Like, why? Why is this? Why are they? You know? Yeah. I was like, why? I was like, we have such a good relationship. I was like, I get it. Like, we had a room. We had a group chat without our old roommate. Yeah. But we had a very different relationship with her. Like, I then was like, oh, it's probably because I go home every second weekend, like, back to Edmonton. And I'm not here. And I, like, brought it up to Hannah literally yesterday. And I was like, listen, like, I have all this shit going on. And I one of the things that's bothering me is that I don't know why you guys have a group chat without me. And then Maddie comes in. She's like, Jazz, it's because we didn't want to hurt your feelings. Because we were talking about our plans and all this stuff. And they know that I would probably feel sad if I was, like, at home and knowing that they were going to, like, make plans. So I think, like, like you said, communicate. Ask questions. Talk about it. If something's bothering you, talk about it because then it just starts piling on. We all know that can be an issue. Right? But I also think like to setting like rules and boundaries kind of at the beginning of it, like making it very clear what your expectations are of living together. It might seem like an awkward situation to be in or like an awkward conversation to have at first, but I think it can be so beneficial. Like I I mean, I don't really think I actually do have very many boundaries other than like I like I don't know like I guess I just I don't want somebody in my house every single day that's like not living there but like that boundary that's not that's that's I think that's a normal boundary kind of to have and I mean that's not hard for me to do I'm very much a homebody as well I literally yesterday got home and I went like for dinner at my parents and then I got home and I was like okay just gonna grind out homework and stuff and I mean like somebody had texted me yesterday and they were like can I come over like can we can we do stuff together? Can we hang out? And I was like, no. Like, I'm I'm tired. I'm doing homework today. I'm spending time with Charlotte. And I like, didn't even know this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Tell me later. Yeah, I want to know. It was yeah. like, it's just like one of those things where it's like sometimes it's like, no, you can say no to people and just be with your roommates on your own. Or sometimes you can like be like, yeah, like I need a night to myself too. Like I need to go into my room. Yeah. I need to be alone tonight. And that's okay. Like that's not offensive to you. That doesn't mean I don't like you. It doesn't mean I, you know, and it's just like, I just need the space. Living with people People can be hard and like especially when you live in a smaller like space like we live in an apartment jasmine i know like your guys's dorms aren't really that big in so many ways it's not like you have a full house or anything right so like you are living on top of each other and you i think everyone needs to understand that like though they're your roommates and that means that you share like a really special bond and connection with them in more ways than other people like it's still okay to have that you time and to add like ask for it and 
draw those boundaries and being like, no, I need my time, my space, my night. I think like that's definitely something I struggle with is like, especially first year, I think it's very different now. We're in third year, like we have triple the work to do and things to do in life and we have jobs and whatnot. So one thing I like have struggled with this year more than first is like if my roommates are all like sitting on the couch doing something like I just can't sit there and watch TV and do homework like I can't multitask like that. So like I have been sitting in my room like I literally get home from school at two and I do homework till midnight like and like some days I'm fine with doing that but some days I'm absolutely not or like sometimes Thursday morning 10 a.m. they're all watching Love Island. I'm like you guys shut up like I'm trying to do homework. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like little things like that. It's like, yeah, you need to know when to like say something. But if you're lucky, they will understand and reciprocate kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just like and it's like you learn your roommates habits as well. Like the more you live with them, the more you're like, oh, they do this or they like this or they don't like this and stuff. So you can kind of move around what people are feeling, what they're thinking and stuff and make sure that you're just not stepping like you said, stepping on people's toes or like. Being an overbearing roommate as well, I think. And it's also about, like, being there for your roommates. Like, yes, respect your mental health, but also respect theirs. Like, understand what they need. Listen to them when they need to talk. And if you can't listen to them when they need to talk, let them know that. Because otherwise, that's not going to be healthy for the both of you. And then there's – it's just going to be awkward. But, like, they're – they're your people like you live with them that's that's really weird you don't live with a lot of people I feel like in your life other than your family so like take advantage of the special relationships you get to form I think yeah like I think I was gonna say like if you're lucky it will turn into friendships like I see these people as family like I've traveled across the country to go visit them in the summers like I love them to death and it's like I've never had siblings I've never had other people to live with like And it, like, reminds me of, like, when I used to go on, like, dance trips and I'll stay in a hotel room and, like, pack six people in a room and, like, things like that. Like, it's very nostalgic. And I think, like, you're, like Charlotte said, you're never going to have relationships like this ever. So, and I think that's the fun part. You can rotate through them. Yeah. Like, you you really, (laughs) I'm on my roll right now. Like, you can. No, not you, Emma. But I'm scared now. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. No. But, um, yeah. When you, so... Yeah, on that subject, when do you know it's time to move on? When do you know it's like if you're you're at a point where you can't be together, like living together, or you shouldn't be living together or like you even just need to move out because you're like, oh, I need new opportunities. I think when it starts to like for me, it was very much like when it started to impact my other relationships and the other things that I was needing to do, like sh- like I couldn't even take an interview over the phone at home because I never knew if she was going to like walk in and out like I didn't know where she was like which is totally fine I don't need to know where you are all the time but like I like I text her and I'd be like hey I have this going on she just would never respond and it's like I I need to know a little bit of information so I can plan myself around that um there was that but then there was also like it took a really big toll on like my relationship with my partner in that like he didn't feel comfortable coming over. My dad didn't feel comfortable coming over to visit. Like it was uncomfortable. It was there was a tension. Like I think Jasmine and Emma, you both were have been over while she was there. You can attest to that. Like it was just it like 
no one felt good being in my apartment and it sucked. Can you talk about in the summer? Oh, Stampede, in the summer. My dad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> um, There's a situation back in the summer where she had brought her friend to stay for two weeks. She didn't tell me it was going to be two weeks. She just said, can my friend come stay for a bit? And I said, sure. And that ended up being two weeks, which upset me right off the get-go and kind of threw me off. But I had let her know Jasmine was coming for the weekend because we had happy hour recordings. And she was like, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, and we were recording all day one day. Was that the same time? Yeah, this was the same time. This was Yeah, this yeah. was when I came over too. We were filming at like, or we were recording at like 10 a.m., and um, my roommate at the time and her friend were in their room, like in her room. Um, and we were all in the living room recording. And Jasmine and I found out through social media that she had gone to Stampede the night before. And she had lied to us about that. She told us she wasn't going to go to Stampede. She didn't feel comfortable, COVID reasons and yada, yada, yada. Jasmine's dad um, is immunocompromised. And so her going back home, she didn't want to expose herself to any situation like that. I have people in my personal life who are extremely immunocompromised, so I didn't want to expose myself to that either. Um, and so the fact that she brought that back into our home when she had already told us like that wasn't going to be the situation was really, really frustrating. So I, I sent her a message and because I, I was like pretty upset about it. And um, I don't remember if she responded. I think she did, but it was like it was barely anything. And then literally in the middle of us recording, Emma and I went outside to go on the balcony for a minute in between episodes and Jasmine was in the living room and my old roommate and her friend walked out of her room, told Jasmine they had booked a hotel room for the night because of how uncomfortable we felt and left. And she didn't tell me. She didn't text me. Nothing. And I was like, I, I ended up messaging her after and I'm like, sorry if that's the way that you felt. Like if you felt like that was your only option, that wasn't like I would have rather had a conversation about this, but sure. And so like, yeah, it was just really frustrating. She couldn't respect my boundaries and not just mine, like somebody who I have brought into the home too. And I was like, and I had come <clears throat> over the next day as well. And I, I also have immunocompromised people in my life as well. And it's just like, you got to take into consideration like your friends and like the people that are living in their lives. Cause like, it's very severe. And I think one thing to note is Charlotte, you're notably hospitable. Like you, you. <laughs> like I have gone multiple times. I've come to Calgary, like regardless of if you were like still living at home with your dad, I have taken that chance to like form a relationship with your dad. And I like still to this day will message him or like, you know, like, and make that effort to be like thankful always. And like, if you were ever to come to Edmonton for some godforsaken reason, I don't know why you'd want to. <laughs> I've really tried to avoid but it. But <laughs> you already know that you like are welcome to stay at my house. And I like, sometimes even I have like caught myself not being thankful enough because it becomes like, oh, Charlotte, I'm I'm going to stay at Charlotte's house. Like it's just like it almost becomes a normality. But you have to like remember this person is letting you into their house regardless if it's for an afternoon or if it's for a week straight. Like I think if someone's doing that for you, you have to like be like, oh, like, yeah, I live here too. But someone else is like staying here and you have to kind of like make up for that. Like get them a fucking housewarming gift or like yeah. say thank you like you know what i mean like it's like it's not hard do the dishes yeah like, make make never. dinner or something no, never yeah. incapable of cooking and would eat all of my food whenever <laughs> i like we ended up starting to do independent groceries because like i just we didn't want to be around each other and then like she'd eat my stuff that i got which is like 
whatever. And you know what? I can't complain in the sense that, like, she always paid her rent on time. She always paid everything. Like, I didn't have an issue with that. But, like, it was just so fucking awkward. So awkward. (laughs) That was my old experience with my old roommate. And I'm very, 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 very thankful that that's no longer the situation. I wish her all the best. Um... But it's not it's not what was healthy for me and it wasn't what was healthy for her either. I think that was obvious. Um, But yeah, I'm just I'm very excited that obviously now Emma has moved in. And I mean, like, we'll update you guys on the next episode. Maybe we hate each other. Maybe she's already moved out by then. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Divorce. The two of us are divorcing. Yeah, we're done. Happy hours over. No kidding. But um, but. Yeah, living with people can be really hard. And I think going into university, it is something that you really have to consider how you're going to navigate it. Don't leave it up to chance. No. Do not leave it up to chance. It is okay if you go through things and things don't work out. Like, it's life. You'll find somebody else. There are people all around the university. There's no way that you're not going to be one person, like, that you like. So, you know, just take your opportunities when they come to you and stuff. Watch out for them. But don't, like, don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to feel like you need to move in with your best friend or move in with this person. Just, like, take it slow and you got this. And if it goes bad, just chalk it up to experience. Yeah. Exactly. Learning experiences and... Just experiences and memories. Like, you're gonna... You... Your 20s are gonna go by so fast and you just gotta live them up the best you can, as cheesy as that sounds. But... The people that you choose to bring in your life during that time really make that time special. And so it's okay if you don't bring the right persons in, people, persons, people in. uh, That's okay. But just always do what's best for you and just make sure that you're always respecting other people's relationships too and other people's mental well-being. And on that note, XOXO Gossip gossip Girl. girl. (laughs) Yay! Thanks for listening to Happy Hour. I'm Jasmine Krawchuk. I'm Emma Boyne. And I'm Charlotte Holmes. This episode was produced by Charlotte Holmes, edited by Kamel Karimi, and our show theme is from DJ Dine Dash. Tune in soon for another episode of Happy Hour. Cheers! Cheers.